Long ago in ancient times, there was a scroll of magic rhymes. It prophesied the mystic nights, the true young heroes, brave and bright. Then the dark forces came, brought the people endless pain. Now the children have no fear, come to know the mystic nights are here. Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a thing for pop culture and then we talk about it. I am Sky. Holy crap, I'm Jake. And we're watching Saban. I didn't notice the Sabans at the top of the logo there. Uh, Sabans, Mystic Knights of Tierdano. Do we have to go back and do all of them over again because you've been saying it wrong the whole I'll, time? I'll just edit it and dub them oh, all in. Good call. It's going to be way easier. <laughs> than rewatching all of right. it. But I'm not going to do, I'm only going to do one take and it's just going to be deadpan. So it'll be Saban. like. Saban. Saban's Mystic Knights of Tierdano. I mean, that is the most logical way to do it yeah or ignore it completely that seems more likely it's plan a we're literally the only people in the world not ignoring this show completely (laughs) (laughs) well yeah except for that one person who updated the wikipedia like last week about the, about ten the days princess ago? or yeah. whatever. Yeah. A character who I'm sure we're never gonna see again. <laughs> Have you just been thinking about that all week? Like, who was this mystery updater? No. Oh, okay. I mean I, I thought about it when I edited the last episode, but I haven't checked uh since then, but yeah. probably won't today because there's no one interesting in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Uh so we open up and the title of this episode is Rohan's Doubt. <laughs> Apparently, it's spelled Rohan and not Rowan with a W like I thought it was, even though everybody pronounces it that way. Uh, I, I mean, I don't have any information on that one way or t'other. <laughs> uh, we open up on a hut. There's a man holding Rowan's sword, and he's like, this is a nice sword. Uh, he does the narration for us to find out why we're here and what we're doing. The knights are on a diplomatic mission, and they're at a, at a town... They call it a village. Sure. That apparently exists outside of Tamra and Kel's territory? They say it's on the border. Right. So that means it's in one of their territories. Or both? (laughs) Or its own nation? I don't really understand what this place has to offer. It looks stupid and terrible. Yeah, there's nothing in it, and I don't know what strategic advantage they think they're going to get from this tiny town with no one in it. I don't know. When you both when both your teams own dragons, what's the point of recruiting seven more people from a little <laughs> village? The leader guy says, I don't know if I can trust your fancy weapons and your neat costumes. It's like, wh- then what can you believe in, my man? I mean, this guy is right to be skeptical. skeptical. No one has solved anything or done anything impressive in 40 episodes, so... <laughs> They had a dragon. Yeah, uh, not a good dragon. Not a real shiny CGI dragon is what they had. Yeah. We're getting closer and closer to the end and I'm I think that maybe I was wrong about what what's, what's going to happen with Pyre cuz I assumed that he was going to transform into some sort of dragon armor for Giganta to wear. There's still 10 episodes. Yeah, but it's seeming less and less likely. Like the whole dragon would turn into armor? I thought I remembered that, but I may have just made it up. And here we I mean, are. If you just made it up, then it's more interesting than what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it just it makes sense to me because that's another toy opportunity, and that's pretty baller. 
I'm I don't wearing think, a dragon. I don't think in my exploring of the toys, I saw anything like that. Okay, maybe I just made it up then, but I because was almost positive that was the thing. That's the most research I do for most of our episodes, is that <laughs> I, I look at all the toys that were made from the thing we're watching. That's pretty telling. Except Absolutely. for the motorcycles. Uh, yeah. So far. Yeah, there's still time. Yeah. So, uh, while they are discussing defending the, the town or whatever, village, village, Queen Mav and Torque show up. They don't show up again, again. Oh, this is, I think, become my favorite running gag in this whole thing, is that they're just there. They one of them speaks and our heroes turn around and they're just in a place where they shouldn't have missed them. It's like Austin Powers level ridiculous gags. <laughs> well, at least with Queen Mav, we know she can teleport or like astral project or whatever. That's true. Yeah. So at least that makes sense. What doesn't make sense is when it's an army or like a battalion and the knights walk up and don't notice 50 guys. Yeah, but it's it's happening so often that it almost feels on purpose. <laughs> it could be. Um, she's there for a counterpoint where they're like, we need to protect you from Tamra. And then she shows up and she's like, well, who's going to protect you from Kells? She's not wrong. That's true. It's pretty shitty leadership over there. Yeah. Um, and Queen Mav isn't wearing her normal fighting gear. This is her diplomatic fighting gear. I guess so. She's got many looks. It's true. She has way more looks than the other girl on the show. She has way more looks than anyone else on the show, I think. That's probably true. I mean, everybody seems to have at least an uh, like a change they can make to their outfits, if not a full outfit. But Queen Mav has like four different outfits. She's that's the, uh, you know, the perks of being a queen, I guess. Uh, so I mowed the lawn yesterday and somebody's mowing my lawn right now. I don't know why. But they're doing that's... it. I'm sure it's fuck not paying for it. Right. Do they look official? I think it's my across the street neighbor. The next door neighbor often hires him to mow the lawn, but I oh. fucking did it yesterday. So I don't know why. But sure. Did you not mow it short enough? Uh, I did a shitty job because uh, sh- like we've been alternating. It's an unspoken thing between us where she'll do every other week. Um, and I let it go for like two weeks and was like, well, this bitch isn't going to do anything. So I went ahead and did it. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe like, she paid him on, on Friday to come on, on Sunday and you did it on Saturday. <laughs> That's exactly what probably happened. Um, also, what a fucking stupid social like norm that we've all agreed to, that we all have to have lawns, and we all have to cut them so they can grow back. Well, the thing is that I would not give a fuck at all, but like the neighborhood I live in dictates, you mow this or we're going to do it for you and charge you an extra hundred bucks. Yeah, well, so I just feel like the... The peer pressure from my neighbors while they cut their lawn. Oh. So once a week I go out there and I'm just like, well, here we go. This is my least favorite hour and a half of the week. Yeah. Here's the thing. If not for that threat of $100, I would let it go crazy out there. I could give a shit. But then when you do mow it, then it's even harder. Well, we need to just abolish. 
abolish ice, defund the police, and get rid of lawns. Then we're good. No, you can have a lawn, just stop mowing it. No one gives a shit. No, no one under the age of 40 gives a shit. No, just gravel. Just gravel it all. <laughs> I want to have a terrible, terrible... Just pointy lawn. Yeah, I want to have a terrible outside. <laughs> <laughs> to put on my snow boots to go outside. Crunch, crunch. <laughs> just, uh, whatever. Anyway, um, I forgot what I was talking about before the man started mowing. Now he's, bl- like, he's got a, a blower... Like a leaf blower. I guess he's blowing out the scraps of grass. Which, again, I just leave. Because fuck it. Oh, yeah. I definitely do that. I don't do anything with the uh, the thatch or whatever they call it. Yeah. it's it, it, The birds will make a nest out of it or they won't. I don't yeah. care. It's 100% biodegradable. And also, I cannot be bothered. <laughs> uh, this, is, uh, this is the Jake and Sky hate mowing the lawn podcast. <laughs> That's why we don't have any boomer in our market. Yeah, because they're busy mowing their lawn. <laughs> this is perfect for listening to whilst mowing the lawn. No, it's not. Uh, podcasts are hard to listen to while you mow the lawn. You need better earbuds. I have pretty okay ones. <laughs> well, I mean, I still I still listen to podcasts. It's just not ideal. Sure. Well, let me tell you about these lovely Raycon earbuds. Uh, they are, if you use promo code popculturefail... Uh, Wait, are those the ones you your new ones? Yeah. Oh, because I hear that commercial all yeah. the time on the. <laughs> Me too. On the thing. I used promo code Adventure uh, from the Adventure Zone one, and they're actually really great. I really like them. They should. You should get them to sponsor us. Yeah. I, I mean, again, I'll just do the commercial, and we'll send them an invoice. Okay. Yeah. Do that. Anyway, I I've super lost the plot, but Mav is there, and tells them that nobody can protect them from Kells. Then Deirdre launches into a, a diatribe about how you can make fun of the Mystic Knights, but not make fun of Kells. And they start a little squabble, but then uh, the leader of the village stands up and tells them to stop. We'll determine this with a fist fight or whatever. And he throws <laughs> Queen Mav a sword. Sure does. So he seems like a really reasonable fellow. I mean, I guess if he's if he's insane and quick to anger, you want him on your side. <laughs> it's better to have the devil at, or stand at the right hand of the devil than in his path. Yeah. So Rowan and Maeve have a sword fight. And again, Queen Mav is no slouch with a sword. She's very good. Yeah. I mean, this choreography is not great, but they're both there. They're both doing it. And by all means, she probably could just kill him and it would be done. Uh, I don't know why one of them doesn't kill the other. Like, I don't care at this point who it is. Just (laughs) someone get killed and make this fucking matter. Right? So the sword fight ends when Queen Mev falls in a big basket. Every fight in this fucking show ends when someone falls in a big basket. (laughs) And she is very angry by that. Every fight in this is a Vulcan skull trying to fight someone. <laughs> oh no, I'm upside down in a garbage can. <laughs> waka waka. I'm leaning over this volcano. I wonder what my... Oh, I got shot in the face with melted ice cream or gack or something. <laughs> uh, uh, you meant you meant like a school volcano, not an actual oh, volcano. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what a wacky happenstance. But no, it makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, it was in the closing credits, so I saw yeah. it a lot. So, um, 
But uh, Queen Mav stands up and screams, how dare you? And then they make a dramatic exit uh, with a, a, a teleport. So I'm, I'm fairly confident that's how they made their entrance. They just didn't notice the, the fire entry. I am too. Uh, however, later when they uh, come into the room with them, she just kicks in the door. She doesn't teleport. <laughs> well, she likes her dramatic entrance and she already used one. Yeah. She's got two to choose from. That's right. So the village leader is like, well, you sword fight good, so I guess we're on your team. And then his council is like, well, maybe weigh your options first. Yeah. Not make a rash decision. So he gives them a, uh, a couple of days while he thinks about it. So we jump over to uh, Tamra. And Queen Mav is pacing her floor. And Miter makes fun of her for being mad. And she's changed back into her regular castle garb with her weird stripe across her eyes and her flowy purple gowns. Her lounging uh, attire. <laughs> Her queen and stuff. Miter suggests that what if we take away Rowan's confidence and then he'll be less effective. Why don't you just magic him to death? Yeah. If you're going to poison him, why not use poison? And kill why don't him? you just hold him down and fill his throat with sand until he asphyxiates? Or hold him down and stab him until he bleeds out and the life drains from his body. You know, yeah, like how wh- stabbings work. I just, there's so many ways to kill him. Yeah, he's a squishy-ass human. Who we know won't put on his armor. <laughs> and his chainmail is laughable. Cause yeah. it's the Each ring is the size of a keychain circle. And like, you can get a sword point in there, and you can also shoot arrows in there, and it's completely and utterly useless. Yeah, well, he was poor before he got this mystic knight position so that was what he could afford i guess so i mean he worked with the the wizard but he did live in a hut somewhere else so i don't know he was just an intern with the wizard <laughs> that's right so the plan is hatched they're gonna drain rowan's confidence and uh we cut over to the the hut he shares with angus and they're wait 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 wait, wait, wait snack wait. Wait, go. This ter- there's this terrible shot after they figure out the plan where Miter like turns to the camera and it's like a close up on him and he's like, "But how to give the poison to it? I hate it." Is it I because his gross ass Steve Buscemi eyes are staring directly into your soul? I think so, yeah. <laughs> it's his gross wet lizard eyes. It's menacing in a way that is not comfortable. I, it's, I think it's also because we often don't see Miter so close up, so... Yeah, and he's also holding up his creepy clawed hand with his yeah, giant long-ass nails. Yeah, I don't understand. I gotta find a picture of him, uh, you know, where, where it's not pixelated. <laughs> not even, I doubt there's a high-def picture, but... <laughs> a standard def? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, I, he's gross. He sure is. I hate him. Okay, I'm sorry, go on. His plans are bad. (laughs) So, uh, we're in their hut, and they're savaging some food. Yeah, why does does Angus eat like that? I don't know. He probably is directed to do it because it's quote-unquote funny. It's Uh, disgusting. (laughs) So, uh, Rowan's telling him about fighting Mav, 
and I don't know what Angus says to poke fun at him, but he does. And in response, Rowan stands up and grabs a staff that was just there and attacks him with it. You say that like there's not just weapons lying around your house. They're not. Could... They're placed precariously in positions of defense. <laughs> oh, is that it? Yeah. Well, I guess, I mean, that it was placed but, precariously in a position of I defense. I mean, it just seems like his house is made out of those sticks, so maybe don't rip them out of the walls. Is all I'm saying. Maybe, maybe it's just falling apart and it, that fell from the ceiling and they never <laughs> got around to fixing it yet. It's possible. Uh, but... Angus defends himself with the stool he was sitting on. Um, well, leaves him at a strategic disadvantage. Meanwhile, uh, a hunchback pops out from behind a basket and uh, poisons the bread. Yes. With sparkles. Because that's all magic is in this, is sparkles. It's true. Sometimes it's electricity. Yeah, but not often enough. Yeah. So... Uh, neither of them noticed that because they were busy flirting. And then uh, Angus goes to eat that bread, but then Rowan makes fun of him for eating everything. And then he eats the bread and he is poisoned. Uh, and then Angus slams down his cup so hard that water splashes everywhere or mead or ale or nectar, dandel- dandelion wine. or Yeah, <laughs> nectar. You're right. Uh, he also accuses Rowan of eating like a hog while he does that. Even though he was eating, like, some sort of, like, gremlin. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. So we jump over to Castle Tamra, where the hunchback recounts that everyone was successfully poisoned who was supposed to be. And Torque's like, well, I guess I'll go fight him to make sure. <laughs> and Mev says, take your, your best men, which seems like it would be important, but it's not. Well, their best men aren't very good anyway. Yeah, there's definitely that. Um, And also, spoiler, they just stand around. So the Mystic Knights are out on an errand for someone. Probably Kahad. Picking berries again for him. Yeah. And Rowan seems spooked. Or, like, maybe he's had too much coffee and is a little jittery. Uh, He He said too much magic poison. That's it. Torque shows up. He's got a couple of guys. He's like, I'm issuing a challenge. Okay. I think this is supposed to be still truce times because they're not just immediately attacking. And Torque says... I guess that's true. And this is just a friendly kind of thing. So Torque says, let's fight Rowan. And Rowan is not great at portraying that he's lost confidence he's just more stilted in his speaking yeah i don't i don't fully understand the effects of like this poison i mean i understand that they're supposed to lose confidence but it doesn't read like that on him no it just seems like he's occupied with something else he yeah seems busy not spooked um so they they fight and it doesn't go great for Rowan. I, I summed it up too fast. Yeah, you did. But that's, I mean, that's the moral of the story of this show. Is yeah. it's, it's a one-sentence show. Yeah, everybody else just stands around and watches. As usual. Well, it's easier. The Mystic Knights offer, like, feeble, you can do it, 
kind of thing. And they they notice that he's off and that he sucks. And then Torque smacks the sword out of his hand, like it's happened. I don't know every episode. So I don't know why. Like, oh, he's fine. That happens all the time. Why don't they get one of those things they got on a Wiimote to put on their swords? <laughs> yeah, they just they just need a little wristband. Yeah, a little safety. That way you loop. stop. That way you stop throwing your uh, sword at the TV. <laughs> yeah, or you could keep it in your goddamn hands. Yeah, there's that. So Torque's like, pick it up, bitch. Um, and Rowan doesn't, and then. Uh, Torque's, you know, friendly bout goes straight to murder and Aegis yells no and slams into Torque with his shield. Which is fine. Yeah. I think I think Torque should have murdered him. He earned it. <laughs> That's right. Even if they are at a truce. Uh, but what baffles me is Aegis jumps in to save his friend and then hands him back his sword and doesn't partake any further. It's like, it got out of hand. Now... You don't have to abide by the one-on-one rules. I don't know what's going on. It must... They must just, like... It's it, it just must be cheaper to have a fight coordinator only coordinate one person fighting at a time. I guess. So, Torque's done, though. Even though he was right there, almost ready... You know, he almost killed him. Just like all the other times he's almost done that. And decides, yeah, we're good. And leaves. Right, it would... It would be so much better to go back to Maeve and say, you know how you uh, thought I would come back and be like, yeah, Rowan's not confident anymore? Well, good news. Rowan's dead. Yeah. So I, we don't have to worry about him at all. I took the logical next step and killed him, therefore advancing our plans. I murdered that motherfucker. And to prove it, here's his head and sword. Yeah. Um, But instead, Torque just leaves. And Ivar runs up to Rowan and says, how could you do this to us? Yeah, which I don't understand at all. How could he do what? Lose? Is that the problem? I don't understand. It's a very poorly written line. Especially when seconds later Deirdre yells at him. It doesn't matter as he runs away. Exactly. Because he's so sad. And uh, she's right completely. It doesn't matter at all. Yeah, nothing was lost or gained in this scuffle. Yeah. So there's a knack break, and when we come back, uh, Kahad is like um, investigating Rowan's body. Yeah, this uh, the miter thing is the second creepiest thing. <laughs> the way he's just lifting up his shirt and touching yeah, his chest. Yeah. <laughs> like I know he's supposed to be like mimicking like a doctor, but without a stethoscope, that's a weird move. Yup. It's, it's upsetting. <laughs> He's, I'm going to feel you up for science and health. Yeah. All right, I guess. You can feel his heartbeat through his nipples. <laughs> if I tweak it hard enough, it'll squeeze out the poison. Yeah. Gross. Um, so with no, no information gained, Kahad's like, here, drink this. And Rowan does, and it doesn't do a damn thing. Was it just tea? It was nine-night juice. <laughs> it wasn't, because he gets up and leaves again. Oh. So, uh, Rowan says, I don't feel any different. And Ivar says, well, let's let's test it. And he picks up a sword and starts threatening Rowan. Pretend I'm Torque. Imagine just, like, they're constantly battling. 
imagine if every time you lost one, everyone treated you like this. <laughs> well, what's wrong with you? Why did you lose that battle? Well, there were a lot of people. They bested us. Also, they lose pretty frequently. I know they always lose in the first ten minutes of the episode, and then come back and all spray their magic in the second part. Like, yeah, they do nothing different, but it works that time. Yeah. Um. So Rowan gets spooked and runs off as though he's a teenager, and his dad just told him that his music sucks. <laughs> and everybody's like, "I don't know what that was, but it's bad." And he's acting bad. So King Dad makes a decree. He's like, well, Rowan, you can't be a Mystic Knight anymore. Right? Though he's the one that decides that. I was going to say the same thing. I don't think that's your decision, man. I mean, is he reallocating that sword to someone else? Because apparently telling... that's a thing they can do. Is he telling him he can't be a Mystic Knight at all? Or if is he just can't be a Mystic Knight in service of the kingdom? Like, he, he his... His patrols and his jobs will be allocated to the other Mystic Knights. I think it's that one because King Dad says something to the effect of, we're going to relieve you of your responsibilities. Yeah. So I guess he just gets to sit around now. Yeah. It's under the guise of his own safety, but like he could still die from cholera or whatever. It's not that safe in this time period. Right, and there's probably bears. <laughs> uh, if Brave is anything to believe, Yes. <laughs> and it is <laughs> so King Dad says something about how if Draganta can't defend the castle or the realm then the possibility of peace for a hundred lifetimes is an impossibility Um, so a hundred lifetimes is what a thousand years roughly give or take that's not that much peace no not really I mean it's better than nothing which is what we have right now uh, so I would, uh, I would, I would take a hundred years, honestly. So I don't so, know why I'm convincing about it. Uh, so obviously, the fact that there's no peace right now is because Duranta failed us. God damn it, Rowan! Many lifetimes ago. <laughs> uh, if only we had a time machine. We do. Did uh, do we, we want to use it? Uh, I mean, it didn't work out great last time. Uh, you're right. That's how we ended up with this show. <laughs> we changed just one wrong thing and Power Rangers became this. <laughs> Power Rangers still exists. In my fake timeline, it doesn't. Oh, okay. Splinter timeline. Those yeah. are the worst. Where, where this was huge and, and uh, swept the nation <laughs> instead. Yeah. Uh, so, Kahad suggests that maybe Rowan go fight something or go see the dragon. Yeah, he's like, go go talk to Pyre? Yeah, maybe that'll make you, like, hardy and healthy. Go. I, so, I guess dragons are scary, so maybe you, you won't be less of a scaredy cat. Yeah, or maybe he's hoping for a, a dragon heart situation where Pyre's going to rip his heart in half and shove half of it inside of him. Uh, Is that what happens in Dragonheart? Yeah. I saw that movie once when it came out. I don't remember oh, yeah. a lot else. Uh, Sean Connery Dragon takes his heart and cuts it in half and puts half of it in inside of a dying prince. And then if one of them gets hurt, the other feels it. Uh, hmm. And to kill the, the evil now king 
they kill the dragon. How about that? Yeah. I don't know how either of them, besides dragon magic, were able to function with half of a heart, but magic. I mean, half a dragon heart has to be pretty close to the size of a man's heart, at least. Sure, but um, if it's only got the two chambers, it's not going to be that great. But maybe a dragon heart has nine chambers. Well, then that's too many chambers, and the dragon doesn't have enough chambers. Yeah. Like you said, dragon magic. Yep. Um, so they go see, uh, Angus goes with him, and they go see Pyre, and all of the interaction seems to be the exact same as they always have with it. Yep. So I don't know what this was supposed to show, because I don't think Pyre plays any role in the rest of the episode. He does not. Does Pyre have a shirt? Uh, maybe armor? Yeah. Which is, because, yeah, he definitely has pauldrons and gauntlets, which made me partially be why I assumed that he would turn into armor and uh, Rowan would wear him. <laughs> or maybe he's just stylish. It's hard to say. Yeah, well, I, I'm surprised he doesn't have a jaunty little hat. <laughs> <laughs> he's got two horns. You can't wear a hat with horns. Yeah, you can. It's just got to be smaller and in between them. I and guess. jaunty. You've got me there. Uh, so Pyre breathes fire at Rowan, which, again, is a thing that just happens, and uh, Rowan decides, I can't do it. He's like, it's hot. Let's get out of here. <laughs> and I'm let's, I'm almost positive he didn't bring his sword with him. Let's skedaddle. Um, I don't know. I didn't Like, I don't notice. see it on his back, and it's not in his hand, so I don't know where it would be except at the castle. But he did bring a shield. But as Pyre has rejected him, I guess? I don't know. He decides to go home. So, we jump back over to Castle Tamra. Uh, Torque is bragging about how Rowan sucks. A thing we've all known for a while. Right, that's not a surprise to anyone. And uh, Mav is pleased. And she doesn't say, well, why didn't you just stab him to death then and there? You have one job, Torque. <laughs> well, to be fair, he did that one job. He discovered that uh, what's his face is in fact a Frady cat now. I guess that's true. Just didn't he didn't show any initiative. <coughs> so uh, we jump back over to Castle Kells, where King Dad is doling out uh, directives and stuff, and we actually get a nice shot. One that we haven't gotten before, where King Dad is standing in the archway of the throne room, and we get to see far back into the room, and there's a bunch of dudes standing in there, and Deirdre comes walking up, and it's kind of a nice shot. Mm-hmm. And uh, she comes in and says, Rowan is a little bitch boy, and wanted to come talk to you, but didn't. So I'm doing it for him, because I'm his mom, I guess. Um... What if we have Rowan do diplomatic shit instead of fighting? And right away, I was like, well, that's bad because the guy that you're trying to win over explicitly wanted fighting. Yeah. Um, but King Dad goes for it. I summed up the scene too fast again. <laughs> uh, 
But one of one of the Kells troops is not a ghost because he responds to King Dad when he says, summon Rowan. I mean, he just goes outside the door and says, hey, Rowan, you, you can come in. Uh, yeah. King Dad takes half a step and says, summon Rowan. Then the guy he talks to takes half a step. Yeah, Rowan then... was an eyeline of King Dad. Yes. He was waiting in the wings. There is no way he didn't hear the exact conversation that was happening. Yeah. <clears throat> Especially, like, this seems to be Deirdre's idea. But she also said Rowan is just outside. So did she bring him there? Like, uh, seemingly. So Because it seems as though this he wasn't part of the plan, but he did just stand there and wait for it to happen. Maybe she just passed him on the way in and he was standing out there crying. <laughs> so King Dad sends Rowan to be uh, the, the diplomat. I think he goes with Ivar because Ivar's good yeah. at this. Oh, yeah. yeah, there they are. And um, the the village leader says that they are going to go ahead and join with Kells. At which point Mav walks in and says, but these guys suck. And he says, isn't he like, are you sure? Because they beat you up. <laughs> She's like, yeah, but that was yesterday. I've sent poison to this boy. <laughs> he has mercury poisoning. He's, no, he's weak. That could be. Maybe it's the tuberculosis. Um, but Ivar makes the point, we already showed you that we can beat them. We don't need to do it again. And then he doesn't just, like, stick her with his trident and electrocutor. Even though he's standing right next to her, and she's not even wearing her fighting gear that has armor on it. <laughs> um, but she challenges Rowan to a, to a sword fight again. And the village leader is like, yeah, quit being a bitch. Fight this lady. And he doesn't. And and Queen Mav just leaves without procuring the... Yeah. The endorsement. This is where she goes in and out the door instead of magic her, magicking her way in and out. Yep. Well, that curtain exit was sure dramatic. <laughs> There's nothing more dramatic than entering and exiting through a curtain. That is true. <laughs> That's why, you know, stages have curtains for dramatics. I guess the more other more dramatic way is to enter uh, either from below or above. <laughs> like, like be lowered in or come rise up through a trap door. Those are both also pretty good. That's, that's true. Or you pull off your face and you are wearing a mask the whole time. And the guy that we thought was somebody was actually you. Oh, yeah, that would be good. Like, if right now Ivar just ripped his face off and he was t the king of Tirnano. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, village guy decides they're going to rethink their alliance with Kells. And Rowan says, ah, butts, I bonered this whole thing up. I'm <laughs> terrible. And he runs away like a child. Um, He doesn't go back to the castle, I guess. But Ivar does. And he he clues in the other two Mystic Knights, uh, saying that Rowan said we'd be better off without him. And yeah, maybe. But Angus decides to go visit Vinveran and see if he can figure out what sort of magic poison is poisoning Rowan with magic. I mean, it's smart to go to the little guy who always knows what magic is happening. Yeah, the only other person who always knows what's happening is Torque, but he's probably not going to spill the beans. Not on this one. 
Not for these guys. <laughs> Speaking of which, we jump back to uh, Tamara. Everybody's talking to Torque, or everybody's Torque and Maeve are talking to Miter. You got there. Yep. And uh, they're excited about the success thus far. And uh, Mav pledges her everlasting thanks and will be always in his debt. She says, uh, forever in your debt, which uh, is a big turn because before he had like a price. Yeah. Like, I want just when you win, give me Tierna No, and then we're square. So now she's just forever in his debt. That's what for, it seems like. For this one poison. <laughs> for who, one person. Who, or which, uh, when we come to find out later, is very easily broken, this poison. Yes, indeed. So, Miter dares her to call forth a monster to finish the job. And Jake, if you had to picture the most destructive and invulnerable monster, what what <laughs> comes to mind? Beach ball! <laughs> Well, I mean, what part of, like, say, anybody's anatomy is the most protected? Oh, uh, you mean the eyeball? Yeah. the, the <laughs> You know how when you touch an eyeball, you know, it's, it's impervious to touchings, even light ones? Yeah. Yeah, she uses her magic to call just a naked eyeball. I mean, it's big and scary. And it's got... Gross tendrils coming yeah, off the back of it. It definitely has a just detached optic nerve, but it also just looks like a screensaver. It sure does. Um, it's apparently the evil eye, which is means something, I assume. And no. <laughs> All right, fair point. But it's just a big eye. It doesn't have. Uh, this is important for later. It doesn't have eyelids. And it's just a big eye. Um, I, I think it's important for the reason that I was like, did that? Did they say that? Right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> so uh, we cut over to Angus, who is talking to Vin Varen. And Vin Varen praises him for coming to talk to him about stupid magic stuff. And they get into a lover's quarrel. The uh, the imagined love triangles on this is really what what makes it for me. I just like the, the phrase "lovers quarrel." <laughs> I mean, they do fight like an old married couple, you know, where the love is already gone, has been for a right. long time. Yeah. Yeah. So Vin Varen gives him a stupid riddle. I don't know why he would have expected anything else. Yeah, it's really stupid on his part. They haven't gone there in a long time and gotten anything but a riddle. <laughs> the only time they got something direct is when uh, Van Varen gave them weapons. Yeah. Uh, we cut to uh, the other two Kelsmen who aren't dead ghosts. And a big eye comes and spooks them. And out of nowhere come running Deirdre and Ivar. What <laughs> were they doing? Why are they in this field? Well, they were picking berries, you see. I don't, but sure. Oh. <clears throat> so they just see this giant eyeball and it shoots a laser beam out of its pupil and they don't shoot it with magic yet. Right. Um, we cut back to Tiernano and uh, Tiny King shows uh, Angus where Rowan is. Or no. Yeah. Or yes. yeah. 
Okay, I thought he showed and he, Deer. Oh, there we go. He does show Angus and He Deer shows Garrett. them both, yeah. And so, Angus is like, I know where that's at. Yeah. Yeah, you guys, all you guys do is walk around this little kingdom. Yeah, and also, how far could it be from anything else? Yeah. You get places so fast. You know what it is? The motorcycles are always off screen. That's how they get places oh. so fast. Maybe it is actually a sprawling, huge place. They just got real fast motorcycles. That's right. See, it makes sense now. Yep. Um, it says that on the back of the, the box of the toy. Like. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've seen the second Mortal Kombat movie, but no. <laughs> there is a way to travel that's very, very fast. And what you do is you get into a big gyroscope ball, and then it shoots you through tunnels underneath the Earth. That's how you get to different places to do your different fights. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so it's really it looks really bad. Um, oh. But that's how I imagine they have a system just like that, but for these mortal combats betwixt uh, eyeballs and people. Yes. So, Vin Varen says... Go help your friend. Here's a riddle. Get out. It's like, the riddle's like, courage is friendship or something. Pretty much. Or something about trust and friendship. It's it's nothing. And just a series of words. Um, and Angus runs off angrily. And rightfully so. That was not helpful. But he does find Rowan very, very fast. He explains the situation with Ivar and Deirdre, uh, Rowan did think to bring his sword with him this time, which is nice. Yeah. And at that point, Torque pops out of nowhere with his horses and a couple of dudes. And even though they have fought these guys a million times and Angus has a mace and mystic armor, he doesn't really use either. Yeah, and he does. He uses his shield. He does Captain America's shield. At In a, a good way. Yeah. And it's actually kind of a cool camera shot, too. Yeah. I mean, it was probably pretty easy. Uh, they just probably just stuck it on, a, a, a like, a pin or something and spun it like a Frisbee. Yeah. But it was fun. The rest of the fight goes pretty okay. Angus should be able to kill these men without a problem. Yeah. But then, inexplicably, he is captured by them. There are only four of them. They've all fought more people than this. Yeah. And then Angus just gives up and throws his mace down. S- guys, stop throwing your goddamn mystic weapons away. <laughs> Makes me mad. So it seems as though this was his plan to trick Rowan into doing something magic or not magic, uh, brave. Yeah. And it, it, yeah, we jump over to the, the field. The eye is still looking at him and they decide maybe we should shoot magic at it. And it, it doesn't work. <laughs> so Ivar immediately gives up and says it's useless. And then they call their mystic armor. I, okay. So what can they do in their mystic armor that they can't out of their mystic armor? Take hits from the eyeball blast. That's about it. Because that's what I thought. Like yeah, Suddenly it, the eyeball can hit them di- or does hit them directly. Like it. As soon as they put their armor on, its aim gets a lot better. <laughs> but then I was like, what else? I mean, they, they, their weapons function exactly the same in or out of the armor. 
seemingly. Uh, well, Ivar does make sure to say that there's no cover in this field, and Lord knows they can't run anywhere. So right. Can't run to the motorcycles and get away. <laughs> well, they, they'll lead it to, to civilization, and, and it'll I everybody mean, will get eyeball blasted. If they ran away, they'd be labeled the same coward they coward that they've labeled Rowan, <laughs> and they'd be cast out by the by King Dad just as he has. Well, I mean, they had to tell King Dad that Rowan fucked up. If they yeah, just there's no there's no one there. These hammer troops have taken Angus, and then Rowan decides that he's gonna be brave after all. It uh, takes a, a minute for him to be brave. Yeah. He comes out of the, the woods with his hands up, and then he sucker punches Torque and pulls him off his horse. It would have been better if he kicked the horse out from under him. <laughs> yeah. Or just fucking stabbed him. Or used fire. Yeah. Because he holds a sword at, at uh, Torque and yells, release Angus. And then Torque says, yeah, I do that. And then they all run away. Yeah, just send a blast of fire into that guy's face until he stops moving. Yeah, if you kill him, he can't keep doing this. It's not hard. We don't see the spell take effect or break. Like, there was no visual stuff yeah, happening. So no, no shimmer of poisoning. Or... Right, so I think they either forgot that in post or something, because, like, Usually, when when you're doing a dumb show for babies, you want that to be extremely obvious. Dumb show for babies. <laughs> but we don't get that here, and whatever. Fuck it. So, Agus says, hey, I did it. I got one of Inverin's riddles. Uh, now that they're brave again, they go and join Deirdre and, Ang- or, uh, and Ivar as they take another shot. And then... <laughs> Fucking Ivar says, oh, man, we got hit with that one. I don't know if we could get shot again. I don't know how much longer we can keep getting shot. Yeah, it's really funny wording. I remember thinking that when I was watching it. I was like, what are you you doing? That's like pick on me six or seven more times. (laughs) Oh, man, your your armor isn't even singed. I don't know what you're even. (sighs) Go home, Ivar. So, uh, the other two knights come running up, and they're like, oh, hey, it's Rowan. Are you brave again? You know it. I put my armor on. Again, I, as I mentioned before, just an eyeball. So, Rowan sa- walks up and says, watch me do this now while the eye is closed. And then he shoots it with fire. The eye can't close. No, it's just exposed to the open air. It's, it. Oh, where's the clear eyes guy when you need him? Yeah, where's Ben Stein? That's it. Um, I was I was thinking that joke also. I was yeah. trying to figure out how to use it. So the the four of them shoot all at once. The eyeball farts. Uh, it does uh, visually do a good like crumple. It does, but instead of delicious eyeball jelly, it uh, shoots out green gas and explodes. Yeah. Um, that was real easy. Um, like, Deirdre, you probably could have shot it with your crossbow instead of standing there not doing that. Yeah, she didn't do anything. I mean, she waited till everybody was there. Well. 
Also, you got the them wrist gauntlet blasters, which have been proven effective. You didn't do that either. Also, it's a big fucking eyeball. You could have picked up a rock. Just jab it with a stick. That hurts <laughs> or, the eye. Or, like, throw a fistful of sand in it, and that would be pretty <laughs> incapacitated, I would say. Yeah. But, nope. Four mystic shots. But, alright, fine. Here's what you do. You, you start a bonfire. Because no matter where you stand at a bonfire, the smoke <laughs> blows directly into your eye. <laughs> That's true. And then, Deirdre, you can blow smoke at it with your crossbow. Perfect. So, having won the day, the knights go back to the village where they're trying to, I don't know, form an alliance or whatever. And just to remind us, they do say that this stupid little village that has like six huts is important to their defense. Yeah. It's the first one to be... It slows the... Tamara troops down because it's the first one to be burned <laughs> to the ground so they have time to regroup. Right. And somebody gets to send word. I don't know. Eventually, village leader guy says, we heard about you fighting that eyeball. Well, first, isn't he like, well, you were beaten by Maeve, so you suck, but also you beat an eyeball, so you're okay. Pretty. Yeah. Give or take. More or less. So he says, yeah, we're going to be Kells now. I don't know what we were before or how this is different in any way. But we did it. But now we're on your team. Hallelujah. Or we're still on your team. And we're not, act- we're not actively working against you like we were. <laughs> we're not criminally indifferent anymore. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So, Jake, Mirsh. what would you say is the most turtle oh, part? Shit. Of this episode? Yes. Oh, uh, what is the most turtle part of this episode? I'm going to say the part where um, the wizard acted like he was um, the, g- the coach of a gymnast team <laughs> Too soon. and did some inappropriate touching in the guise of medical... Um, medical stuff yeah he whatever it's still inappropriate and that's turtlerific that it's inappropriate <laughs> <laughs> um i'm gonna say that angus captain americaing his shield was pretty turtle oh, yeah that, that was pretty good angus did a good fighting he did a good fighting that is correct uh, he he had like a decent choreography with fisticuffs this time around I, and I enjoyed it. I wish that he used his mace to murder some folk, but apparently he finally, can't get it he, all. He finally got to fight someone and not get kicked into a basket. <laughs> or have his ass set on fire. Yeah. It's been a minute since we've seen that, though, so maybe... Yeah, there hasn't been a lot of ass play in this show lately. <laughs> they relied so heavy on it before. I know. Well, they hook us to keep us, you know, wanting more, and now we're just waiting for more ass stuff. Yeah, like cocaine. Yes. You give the good ass, stuff up front and then ask just give shit stuff afterwards. <laughs> um <laughs> Who's the most likable or effective character? Ooh. Um I'm gonna go with that eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna think I'm gonna be thinking about that all day. How shiny and un- ineffective it was. What are you talking about? It had a reused shot of shooting Deirdre and Ivar. Sure did. Just wiggling its 
tendrils behind it. <laughs> I'm going to say that the hunchback who poisoned the bread was probably the most effective. Didn't get caught, got away with it, uh, 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 you know, yeah. c- completed their objective. Top to bottom, he he did get everything done that he was supposed to. Yeah, and successfully reported back to Maeve. It was like, yep, we're good to go, ma'am. And then fucked off for the rest it. of the episode. Yeah. Like a good little creep. Yeah. So what'd you do for a pop culture palate cleanse? Oh, goodness gracious, Sky. Let's see. Um, When did I talk to you last? Last Sunday? What has happened since then? Well, I've started reading the book I Am C-3PO, which is Anthony Daniels' uh, bio- autobiography about being in Star Wars. So that's fine. <laughs> Isn't he There's kind n- of a prick? Yeah, he is. And okay. so as I read it, I'm just like, you're, I know you're an asshole. And it's it's already <laughs> a little bit pretentious. Uh-huh. Um, that's my biggest separate the artist from the art, because I really like 3PO. But I know Anthony Daniels is a bit of a prick. Uh, at celebration, um, every all the actors were out, you know, at the the autograph booths lined up, and you, they all had the same thing, the same equal. People will stand in this line and pay us. I mean, the amount was different, you know, depending on who you were going to see. Sure, but not Anthony Daniels. He had his own room and would only accept cash. So I guess he left there with a big bag of cash with a dollar sign on it. <laughs> so you're saying that guy who carried that ice cream machine in Empire doesn't have the same uh, line as Anthony Daniels? No, but like other like real actors were there and like went in the autograph. Like uh, Hayden Christensen was around and Ian McDermott and Greg Grunberg. Like people who've been in stuff mm-hmm. were there and like sat out in the open and like people lined up and fucking anthony daniels had to have his own special line plus he was a prick to kenny baker who was the little fella in the r2 <laughs> costume so you know there's all that he, he's gonna i'm he's definitely the kind of guy who like googles his name <laughs> so he's gonna come after us whatever he I'm... can take it all he can have the podcast <laughs> yeah come after me and my no equity yeah. Come after you and your computer that only works half the time. <laughs> it, it works like 80% of the time. It does. It's just that 20% is always when we're trying to do something. Yeah. Well, when else would it be funny? Yeah, that's true. Uh, but anyway, that uh, the book just gives a, a slightly different perspective on the making of Star Wars so far. Um, which, you know, I need that story again. Right. What if um, it's different this time? Exactly. Uh, more exciting... Uh, Queer Eye started again, season five, and around here, that's a, that's a holiday. We love Queer Eye in this house. <laughs> um, it's a special time. It's the only thing that almost makes me cry. I, it's the closest I get to crying while watching anything is while <laughs> watching Queer Eye. So uh, I like it because it makes me feel. Mm. You never uh, watched nothing, home, home, Extreme nothing. Home Makeovers. Uh, I think I did, and that's fine, but... Queer Eye, they get to the root of the problem. They they help on the inside and the outs, guy. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's very good. That's what everybody says. Yeah, you wouldn't like it because it's too joyful. <laughs> you know how I hate that. It makes me shrivel up. I know. Um, I think other than that, I haven't 
done a whole lot. I watched some more uh, House Hunters renovations before Queer Eye came out, and that's always fun. Um, because you get to get mad at people who are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's a healthy direction for anger. Uh, it is. That's where I guess that one makes me feel too. It just makes me feel mad. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and I, you know, I spent a lot of time looking at the internet, but you know, I always do. Yeah, I know. That's you. really where I cleanse my palate. <laughs> How about you, Scott? I just kind of restarted watching My Hero Academia, but like from season three. Cause there's a really intense uh, fight between All Might and uh, One for All. All no, yeah, One for All. Who's the bad guy? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's when because you know how All Might is uh, a little guy, but like he yeah. has the big guy form. Yes. Well, this is when he uses up the last of his powers. Um, so he can't be a superhero anymore because he he fights this guy, um, basically to a standstill and in order to save the day and everyone, he has to use up the last of his stuff and, uh, he can only maintain his muscle form for like two to three seconds and that's it after that. And it's just a really intense fight and it's really impactful and I really like it a lot. Well, that's fun. Yeah. I like All Might a lot. I... He's in a lot of ways. He is one of like a perfect superhero. Tell me all the ways, Sky. Well, there's the self sacrifice. There's the the desire to do good just because good should be done and everybody deserves it. Uh, like his whole deal is helping people with a smile on his face so that they know that they're safe. That he's going to be there to help them. Um, and then he you know does that for as long as he can, and even after. Like, during this fight, One for All says to All Might, uh, just looking at you, I'm reminded of you coming, charging at me with your entrails splayed out, because he's the one that punched him so hard that his insides came outsides. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that, uh, and apparently that happened, and then he still came running over and punched the shit out of him, even with his, you know, innards dangling about. <laughs> That's some pretty hardcore shit. Yeah. Uh, and it's just... You know, his story is so compelling and excellent. I really, really like it. Well, that's good. I'm happy because you're happy. Yay. Um, yeah, I I'm, I know I did more stuff, but I do not know what it was. I know. It's like, what what did I do all week? <laughs> start keeping a diary and read it for you. I know. I, I think about it all the time. I'm like, I should write this down so I can tell Sky in a, in a content format. <laughs> I also spend a lot of my time just looking at the dog because he's always up to something. <laughs> like right now, him, he's yeah. yeah, he's just talking to me. I hear him throwing a fit. Uh, but I think that will probably do it for this week. Uh, thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, you can follow the show at Failed Pop Culture with Noe at the end. Uh, you can email the show at popculturefailure@gmail.com. You can follow me. I am at Sandwich Surplus. I'm at Midwest Love Affair. Um, and in case we hadn't made it clear before, uh, defund the police, Black Lives Matter, uh, Trump can fuck himself to death. Uh, same there thing was, with Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell. There was another funny one we added to defund the police. <laughs> Who else were we going to defund or abolish from ICE? the show? 
No, uh, from the show. Oh. I said it earlier. You just edit it in now. Okay. Yeah, I probably Thanks. won't, but we'll I see. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, did you hear about how the detention centers are basically gas chambers now? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've read it all and seen yeah. it all. And you just stuff it deep down where um, your anger goes and then you eat. Yeah, you just com- compartmentalize and, you know, gradually just develop cancer. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, everybody be safe out there. Um, remember all the important stuff for protesting. Um, you know, cover your face. It, facial recognition tech generally tracks your jawline, so wear a loose-fitting mask. Sky, no one... Um who needs that advice is listening to this podcast for you don't know that i guess i don't and even if the people who need to know that don't know that maybe they know somebody who does listen to this podcast who doesn't know that i guess that's fair put the information out if you can't go out and be a freedom fighter just do what you can yeah donate whatever to whoever needs it yeah yeah don't just donate to whoever Yeah, if if they have like a Republican nameplate or something, not them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we'll probably keep posting, or at least I I'll speak for myself. I I'll probably keep posting, you know, social injustice stuff in places where you can donate and that sort of thing, and also dogs because every now and again you need something that isn't horrible. Did you see those dogs I sent you that were protesting? I did. That was great. I retweeted I it. I said, "I said this seems like something Sky would be into." Yeah. Right now, I've got a, a short video of somebody booping a dog on the nose twice, and then it just turns into a big smile with a ta- tail wag. <laughs> and it's it warms up all the cold parts. And uh, Sky's got a lot of cold parts. Yeah. I'm mostly dead inside. Mostly. Um. But yeah. Be safe out there, guys. Uh. And we will see you next week. Uh, stay frosty, everyone. I give a big thumbs up um, <laughs> during that. I just only I knew it, so I thought I'd share. Well, anyway, we did it. Yay. <laughs> <laughs>